Welcome to the Director's Commentary Podcast for Heart, The City Beneath. I'm Grant Howitt, and I'm joined by Christopher Taylor, and we wrote the Heart RPG. In these episodes, we'll be going through the text of the book and discussing how we came to design the game. For more information on Heart and our other titles, go to rrdgames.com. Shall we talk about the hound? It's hound time, I think. Ding, ding, ding. It's hound o'clock. <laughs> the hound is... I think the hound saw the biggest turnaround of any class in the book. Yeah, I think it did. We were. We knew that we would have... Um, I think, like, the 33rd Regiment uh, was something which has been knocking around since I was writing Strata. Mm. And I put them in, in, the, in the Urban Legends bit in Strata. And then from there, like we knew that we wanted to have you are you are mercenary soldiers. You are effectively fighters in D and D terms. Yeah, something something nice and simple, almost. Yeah. Yes, precisely. Well, uh, simple's in, the wrong word. Like easy to no, understand. No, it, it was simple. Yeah, like it was, it was straightforward. Like it's not like okay, so all your organs are bees, or okay, mm. you died but you got better. And so the 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 initial draft of hounds was very much like they were quite haven focused they were quite like we, we we didn't quite have it down we knew that they had we knew that they had to do a gun mm-hmm. um and they had to maybe reference some sort of trench fighting yeah like the first yeah. version of the hound was very much if you weren't in a haven you were utterly useless mm. like there was we, no point you existing we agreed that we thought that the World War Two era helmet was really cool looking. Like mm-hmm. the, the sort of the uh, the Tommy the Tommy's helmet from World, World War One, which was designed mainly for shrapnel coming in from overhead. And that, and interesting enough, World War One, the first the first real um, conflict where helmets became pretty much mandatory. Okay. Be- well, because because before that, very few things hit you on the top of the head. I mean, arrows and a hammer. Certainly, certainly, a hammer could hit you on the top of the head. But the thing about bombs is, if it detonates above your head and you get and and, and shrapnel comes down from that, then you're basically ruined. Yeah. But you can get quite a thin piece of metal, and make yourself largely immune. <laughs> Which is useful. Which is useful. So I, I did a bit of research into into like trench warfare and stuff because I figured it'd be interesting to have them sort of redeployed from trenches to the heart mainly from an aesthetic and like a touchstone point of view like, like definitely in Britain we have this view of the Tommies in World War One as these massively put upon poor fucks <laughs> yeah like it's not even really heroic no I think like there's, there's definitely heroism there's sto- heroism stories told about the, the, the um, troops in World War Two but in World War One it was more that they just happened to be there and it was bad yeah, like when you learn about it in school, it's mainly a study of trench foot mm, and poetry and rats, yeah. and that's it. And like it, everything is bad and so bad that you write a very sad poem. Mm-hmm. I will say some of the best poetry ever to come out of a modern war. Oh yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Actually, I will say. So we had this quite normal thing with the hounds. What we wanted to do was have them as kind of an everyman character. Mm. Who is up against all this weirdness, and you would be very normal and give you and give you a chance to have an anchor. And then we realised that was boring. <laughs> so we very much took it from every man down to three hundred specific men. 
333. No, it's, it's just 300, isn't it's it? It's 300, yeah. 333 is our latest Greg Stolze reference. <laughs> or, or times. In a long line of Stolze references. Yeah, so we like we, we went back and forth and we were trying to work out what the Jeff, the point was of the hounds and how we can make them interesting. And we stumbled on it one day. And by, I mean, like, by stumbled, I mean, we ran at the door over and over until it, until it sort of eked open. Yeah, until it accidentally unlocked. What if there were warlocks and their patron was 300 dead men who was also them? Yes. Um, and it it suddenly opened up a different, like, a huge range of options. Mm. Because you can quite easily, like, intentionally join the hounds. Mm. Because you want to help protect people in the heart. You want to act like a sort of Wild West sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's totally doable. That's one of the original things. Yeah. You can you can just find a corpse out in the wastes and pick up a shiny badge, and slowly become a, a hound by accident. We ended up with them like I think they became avatars of what people are willing to do to survive. Yeah, we are we are deliberately vague about what it is the thirty third did at the end. I mean, I mean, we know. I mean, it's like, it's it's, a, it's an incursion, right? They, they tell no one. No one's listening to this. It's fine. That's fair. They they, they summoned a demonic incursion. We hit, we hid the clues there. They were yours to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we kind of know that there was an incursion, um, and we know that it was a fight against angels. Mm. What exactly the oh, I was going to say the ruling elite, but the, the officers the officers that's the word. Of the of the hounds did to cause that mm. incursion mm. is is slightly open up to debate mm. because it could have been things like a conduit, a single conduit being used, mm. but that's not elaborate enough. No, and um, desperate enough. Yeah, like something weird happened to the point where they all became immortal, but they all died. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we, we we get weird with it. It's up to you to um to talk about it. It's, it's, it's up to you to to explore. It's up to you to, to, to talk about it. It's up to you to explore it through your game. Just fill in the rest of the section yourselves. Uh, it's up to you to talk about it. So the uh, their old their old core ability was a wavy badge round, mm-hmm. which gave them access to and it gave them uh, like automatic access to somewhere where people didn't want them to go, which is very situational. And again, only useful in havens. Yeah. Uh, so we had to think. We had to really have a bloody good think. Bloody good think, Christopher. Just a real hard think on it. Oh, we ended up with in, uh, in the thick of it. Yeah, and we they shifted towards this luck-based class almost. Mm. Like the thing about the about the hounds is they're fairly lucky. Like they, and indeed down on their luck. Like mm. they can mess with fortune um, with their with their thick of it core ability. Um, so you can you can quite happily take. A gunshot wound to fortune. So it's like, well, that was close, wasn't it? <laughs> Oof, that would have killed me outright. But then once you have got fortune fallout, you've then got mastery. Yeah. So you then like, get better. It's like the camera pans back and it turns out that someone actually actually just shot the bear that was behind you and now it's angry. Exactly. Yeah. But it lets you. It. it but basically, like, it's a. It's a pretty solid core ability in terms of like you can make this more interesting, but more dangerous for you to be better at your job. Mm. Um, and kind of and there's there's an awful lot of like delicious little combos you can do with this ability. Oh yeah. Uh, especially if you've got somebody who's got the collateral calling ability. Mm. Because then there's now two people that can suffer damage to immediately give somebody mastery. Mm. And you can just shunt the damage over to the to the hound who gets lucky, <laughs> doesn't get shot. 
and then rolls with mastery. That was a close one. Oh my god, the Nazis are here. <laughs> that was a close one. There's Nazis. It's okay. I now know lockpicking. <laughs> and so we made them slightly supernatural, in as much as they are the badges are bound to the to the core idea of the. Uh, of the hounds themselves and the existence of this unit and it's not like they are they exist outside of military structures in as much as they are devoted to the idea of people being alive in the heart yes uh and and they're, they're i suppose they're anti-heart in that way but it's it, it, it's very much like as long as was it as so long as someone draws breath in the city belief they cannot be destroyed this is their gift and their curse yep so if they ever actually do, if if the true thirty third ever actually do want to die, they have to eliminate all human li- all, all drow life in the heart. All, all people, all people. We're going, yeah, we're going with people. And uh, one so. of the things I like about them, and it's, it's kind of summed up quite nicely in their in their minors, hmm. is the supernatural of normality. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the ability of of liquid courage, where like you've got a drinking habit. Mm-hmm. Like this actually protects your mind mm. and you get mind you, you can recover mind really quickly and like yeah. that's not how a drinking habit goes <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, that's not that's not how that works i will say like the only the only the only explanation like the only way we give to clear mind stress is to go and get pissed mm-hmm. in in heart and i think that's maybe like I guess no. I mean, like it's possible to to treat mind with specialist tools, but all of our mind refreshing haunts are yes, go to the pub, yeah, yeah. Let's pop 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 down Winchester. It's basically social time, hmm. which is yeah. which is which is. I think I, I think like given my experience of mental illness, a pretty accurate summation of what it takes to get better, <laughs> which is to go and spend time with people. Yes, and it happens to be at pubs because you're desperate, and in, and in England, yes. yeah. Um, they have they have a bunch of weird stuff they can magically summon corners. Uh, they can tank. Can they? They have the only actual taunt power in the game. That's true. Yes, they do have that. Yeah. They have sergeant. Once per situation, you, the, an adversary NPC directs their attention towards an ally. They pay attention to you instead. The only mm. actual t- proper taunt, really. Yeah. You want to put it really in give, proper game mechanics. Didn't really give it to anyone who, who has proper. Yeah, we, we, we gave him that, and we gave him plus one blood. So best of luck, lads. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not meant to be great. Like you're not meant to be good at your job in heart. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject of being good at their job, mm-hmm. not, um, hounds are very powerful characters. Yes, yes because they, they have they have the ability to buff other characters, which is not something that we really put a lot in. Like there's there's there's, there's some sort of situational buffs, but hounds have the capacity to give, basically have everyone roll an extra stress dice or get. Get a get a, a dot of protection before they go out on a on a jaunt. That's a uh, forward and forearmed, yeah. Yeah, which is which is like we were trying to think about. So uh, w- one of the initial hand abilities was you can you can like prepare defenses. Yeah, which really makes sense from from a fictional point of view. But then we realised that heart is a game about moving around a lot, and if you have to prepare defenses, you've lost. Yeah, and like that requires a situation where you are a in a haven and b know that something's coming, or, or at least at least in a building. Yes, you know, yeah. considering that we have a lot of like teeth waterfalls in heart, 
So it was very situational, and we were like we were really struggling. I think like s- s- some of the feedback uh, from the playtest actually saying that all the hands abilities are really situational, and like mm. fair they were they absolutely were. Yeah. So so we we we, uh, we we took the idea of preparation and instead worked it into the worked it into that okay you're going to prep people before you go out. Yeah, and I think and, and like what's quite interesting is there's this there's this little feeling of I realize it's an hour or two to spare. Mm. But this is this is summed up in films a lot when when the hero gives somebody a gun and quickly explains how to use it. Yes, like it's that yeah. sort of thing. Point and shoot, sweetheart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they also have uh, condemn, which has the I'm going to say the best named um, minor <laughs> abilities attached to it. You were very you were very for keeping this in the game. Look, man, the naming like, convention, like, like it, the, the the power itself went through multiple iterations, but the absolutely. names never changed. Uh, it's uh, it's it, it's it's a it's a hunter's mark basically. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and with jury, uh, you don't need to get any evidence of their crimes, which is genius. Thank you very much. But yeah, basically, we wrote down judge, jury, and execution there, and then worked backwards from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they can. Uh, he talked about a stare down because this is a ridiculous power. Yeah, I'm so happy with this. This is one of the favourite things I did for this. Um, so stare down makes your your stare, your gaze, function as a ranged weapon. <laughs> <laughs> now this is kind of that that bit at the beginning of a shootout in a western where they're just eyeing each other up, mm. or in um, like military films when the the drill sergeant is yelling at you point blank. Mm. and those sorts of things um, so the, the key here is that you can use this weapon in a haven or other landmark without causing a huge ruckus a huge it, ruckus, a technical term there Yeah, your gaze won't kill people, it's disheartening but if you reduce them to zero with it they'll surrender and try to bargain so it's a non-lethal stare or trip and incapacitate themselves forcefully <laughs> I love that, like you panic them so much level up enough you can use it on a bear yeah, like then it becomes literally you can just stare like an angel down um, yeah, and then, so. then nose to nose, where you gain the point blank tag, so it does more damage the closer you are. Which is, which is like I, I think like we ended up, like, like when when we were sort of veering around initially, we were like, what if Ray Winston was in the heart? Mm-hmm. What if Ray Winston went to dungeon hell? And this, I think, this is very much like like the point blank. Uh, the nose to nose upgrade for stare down. Just imagining having Ray Winston just get all up in your fucking business, boy. Like, like literally nose to nose. Yeah, that's that's the stress. Easy. And then no sympathy, where it functions as a mend weapon with range. <laughs> as you like, get up. Yes, sir. You don't. Even, you don't even have to say anything. No, I know, but it's, it's a disapproving glance. But... <laughs> I can't imagine somebody not taking stare down for hound. Like, mm. what's wrong with you? Well, that's the thing. Um, forearmed and forewarned is the is the sorry for forewarned and forearmed is gonna say the best power in terms in terms of raw output. But it's, oh, probably, sure. it's probably it's probably one of the least interesting. I think it's the second major I'd take. Yeah, because I'd take unstoppable. Mm. Unstoppable is strong. Unstoppable um, has the uh, has the minus scars like medals. Mm-hmm. Which I just, which is fine for me, thanks. Um, uh, the more blood fallout you you get, the harder you become to kill, the more damage you do. It's wonderful. 
uh, which is which is which is right up my fucking alley. Thanks. Yeah, and let's let's not forget Trench Fighter. Mm. Mm. Which yeah, is, which is which is the only one which survived um, the the port over. Yeah, which is which is iconic of that World War One feel. Mm. Um, yeah, because you gives you piercing even if you even if you're unarmed, <laughs> which is pretty strong. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking beefy. Like it's worth it for the major. But also, in a um, lot of cases, the only things that wear that wear armor mm. are humans. Mm. So you're a real tip-top murderer. You're a horrible person. Mm. Uh, and also that yeah, the first time you you suffer mind stress in a situation, do not roll for fallout, which kind of gives you some free. You 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 trade off a small problem now for a big problem later. Mm. The idea Which being, is... of course, that you hope that you solve the problem before it gets too bad. Yes. And if you don't, then it gets catastrophic. Let's talk about the uh, Zeniths. Let's, because they kind of sum up the class really nicely. We'd rather show our hand here. A little. Well, one of them is called Incursion. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe the clues were quite obvious to see now in retrospect. <laughs> it wasn't quite the complicated ARG you thought it was, however. <laughs> I gave you all the clues, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> so, Everlasting Stand. Mm-hmm. No, another great name. We, we should do this for a living. We should. Is, um, you, you, get to, you get to defend a haven. Uh, when a landmark you are in is under threat from outside powers, activate this ability. Uh, you become the original owner for your uh, f- for your badge, and then you you get to you get to defend a landmark forever. Yes, but but crucially, the wording on it is is intentionally very vague here. Hmm. So it, again, it's a zenith. You lose your character. That's that's how zeniths work. Mm-hmm. But you become the original owner of your badge. Yeah, they take over. So the character that you are is no longer. They die. Mm. And then it says, once your preparation is complete, you're subsumed into the hands entirely. That doesn't necessarily mean that you disappear, just that the original 33rd member goes Mm. off and does stuff. Yeah. So you you can have them just kind of becoming ethereal, essentially just off in the wind and whatever. Or just there's another, there's a dude walking about that used to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And that's that's weird. Fulcrum is interesting because it's one of the few Zeniths with like rules. Yes, there aren't that many. And it's until the end of your so Fulcrum is the is, is the opposite of that. So everlasting standards, you are overwhelmed by the badge. Um, uh, Fulcrum is you you overwhelm the badge and replace it. Yeah. Uh, and this means that you roll five dice and pick the highest whenever you make an action, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then you fuck off. <laughs> yep. You get you get supercharged for one situation. Like it's it's like, what do you want to do, buddy? Okay, sure. Yep. So compare, compare this, if you will, to um, summoning the last train or something. One of the one of the zeniths that just solves your problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those zeniths always do collateral. Mm. Yeah, that's true. This zenith absolutely does not. Mm. This is a goddamn scalpel of a power of a zenith. Hmm. Um, you can do anything essentially perfectly hmm. I mean odds are good you could still roll five ones you can fuck times, up an whatever. angel with this yeah. but you, you, can, you can kill an angel and yeah. not destroy the haven it's in hmm. 
or you know you you can take out a problem you can do it your way or you could i mean don't forget like you get five dice and pick the highest in social roles <laughs> you get five dice and pick the highest on your accounts yeah like you could do a really shit hot filing system with this but the point is that yeah. you perfectly do one thing basically you have you have the situation you have you have this scene and you do just that rather mm. than suffering the problems that normally come with it mm. um, unfortunately then you become essentially too powerful and you've got to go and fight the concept of doubt mm. well it's always the way the hell yeah so that's, talk, that's kind of the... talking <clears throat> talking honestly of powers that cause collateral yes uh the last one's I, incursion i think incursion's the most collaterally mm. we have in which it's basically summon som yes and i think i think it's worth reading this one um simply because of all the little tiny secret breadcrumbs we leave in it <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, the first the first paragraph of just the word demons over and over at the culmination of a dark ritual you smash your badger part on an altar made from bones and shell casings and summon the last moments of the 33rd to your location Reality comes undone, the world is transformed into a twisted, burning maze of trench and razor wire, and the 33rd act out their terrified final moments on whoever they can find. The landmark yeah. you are in is destroyed, pretty much everything inside it dies, and your mind is blasted to pieces as you witness the lengths they went to in order to survive. Breadcrumb trail. Breadcrumb. What, what happened here? Do? What did they do? <laughs> yeah. We so subtle. Yeah, I I really like incursion. I I that's the thing. I'm I'm really into the in, into the powers which are like um, anything which lets you summon an alternate world mm. or go to an alternate world is my fucking jam. And so incursion. It's not a nice way of solving a problem, but I really like the idea of fighting your way to like to to, to, the, to the heart of some sort of evil body snatching cult and yeah. being able to just. Like can, imagine, can you imagine the world you've had done. a really long you've had a really long heart game and like you yeah. you've managed to get your your hound into the moor, mm. and it's like right let's do this and you just right, detonate lads. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't come and fight us, so let's bring the war to them. Rules is written. You can take this into the heart itself. Yeah, this one this one doesn't actually specify that it can't be used on the heart. Yeah, it's the most powerful most powerful in the game. There you go. There you go. Hundred percent. Yeah, great. Yep. Arata, Sh put it in. Should we, should we move on? This, this this can destroy the game. Yeah, yeah. If if, if the hound uses it on the heart itself, uh, please send your book back to us, and we will update it. Yes. And we'll we'll burn it. Yes. And also, you have to play this rule section to your GM while you do it. Absolutely, yeah. To prove you've actually listened to this. Ha. Huh. Anyway, move next. on. Let's move on. You've been listening to the director's commentary podcast for Heart, The City Beneath. I was Grant Howitt, and I was joined by Christopher Taylor, and we wrote the Heart RPG. For more information on Heart and our other titles, go to rrdgames.com. Mm -hmm.